Iowa everywhere. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. David Brothers, live in concert, Friday, August 25th, Wells Fargo Arena. On sale now at highvtix.com. Chris Williams. Chris. Chris Hassel. Two guys named Chris. Presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery. From the Channel Seed Studios, this is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed, seedsmanship at work. Welcome to Two Guys Named Chris, perhaps an explosive uh, episode as we have a lot to cover today with, of course, the sports gambling situation in our state. And Hassel, I don't want to overpromise because I don't know for a fact this it could end up being a dud still, but we may have one of the great realignment is in, in history here today and tomorrow. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, I know you hate this topic, but we have to talk about it with Arizona having a Board of Regents meeting later on tonight, uh, perhaps with both Arizona and Arizona State going to the Big 12. Perhaps not. I've made some calls, too, and I think that they could stop it at 14 as well. There's a lot to talk about there. And uh, we want to thank our presenting sponsor, Fairway Meat and Grocery. Go out and get those bratwursts. Go get yourself some meat. For the upcoming weekend. And we are, of course, in the Channel Seed studios. Real quick, you told me uh, when you were back in Iowa, you got a relative who's a Channel Seedsman? Yeah, my stepdad, Dave. He's got a farm, and he's got a uh, Channel Seedsman. What's Dave's last name? Peterson. It's the Peterson Peterson. Farm in uh, Muscatoon, Iowa. Shout out to uh, Dave Peterson. He's a proud channel seedsman. I have the name of the channel seedsman, but for whatever reason, I don't have my... Boy, I'm a mess today. I thought he is a channel seedsman. He is the channel seedsman. Well, he he owns the farm. Oh. And he he has a channel seedsman. Oh, he has a channel seedsman. Who puts the seed in his field. Got it. Okay, I thought he was... And I had the name, but... Because I thought I was going to talk about this on Monday... But you totally blew past it, and now well, we, I don't have my. It was phone kind of a busy show. I'm sorry, there was a lot going on on Monday. We didn't well, get to everything. Like, like there's not today. Jesus, this is the first Today's, time I've ever not had my phone. This could be disastrous. Today is going to be. Uh, um, I mean, we've got two topics to get to. I've. I think we should start with realignment because we have more to add to that conversation. We're a little late on the gambling thing, but that's okay. There's yeah. Still why a are we lot so late of, on that? What happened? There's a lot going on. Um, I was promised a uh, a press release a couple nights ago from the DCI. It came out yesterday. <laughs> it was about 12 hours late, but it didn't say anything that we didn't already know on on all that. Well, let's Again, let's start with realignment because I, I just feel like that's going to be the story of the day. Mm-hmm. feels like the gambling thing is we're in the bottom of the eighth there. As far as how this goes, there's probably one more news thing to drop. Is I'm, the NCAA I'm, I'm stuff? I'm going to argue. I'm going to argue okay. with that. I, I think we're only. I would say we're only in the fourth inning. Explain yourself. Interesting. Okay. Because this is just the announcement of the criminal charges. Mm-hmm. We have no idea how these are going to go. Who's going to put up a big defense? What's going to happen with, you know, Hunter Deckers? Will they ever get to play again? Not just for Iowa State, but period. And I'm really interested in knowing the other players and how many games they might miss and if the NCAA rules on this before the season starts. I mean, if they don't, then they're going to have to yeah. sit out 
forever. Okay. So yeah. I think I, I think we're not even halfway through this thing. Oh, uh, I disagree with that. I'll, I'll back mine up. We're in the top of the seventh. How about that? Can we meet there? Let's see, all we know is the players who are being criminally charged seven, and there's what thirty to thirty five other ones. That's for Iowa. For Iowa State, it would be. Iowa State only had 15, so we're about halfway done as far as theirs goes. I'm talking total between the yep. two schools. Oh, okay. I think there's yeah. 30 yeah. to 35 more. I just don't out. know how they're going to do gonna that. They're going to miss games. That, I don't know how Iowa State and Iowa can will do that. I My guess, and this is just a guess, like we've seen before when a guy or a gal is NCAA ineligible, let's say um, – uh, foreign player and the visa is not there or you know something like that that's not like criminal we've seen when they're not eligible the universities will just tell us this Mm -hmm. player is currently deemed ineligible by the ncaa so like usually though like for for fans who want to know the inner work like let's say a player feels an off-season drug test okay that would be a violation of team rules where they don't do not disclose what happened and they're out for half of the first game of the year or whatever. My guess here is that once the NCAA comes in, they're just going to put out a press release and say, these guys are currently ineligible according to the NCAA uh, for however many games. And then that's, that's my guess, but I don't know. Like, it, And do you really think that's coming soon? No, I think it'll be uh, the timeline in my head is that they probably got all that to the NCAA in the last week, and then now it shouldn't be that long, though, Chris, because the NCAA just updated their deal. Like, it's pretty cut and dry. But, does the, the, but, but what does the DCI releasing the seven names of the guys who are being criminally prosecuted, what does that have to do with the NCAA? Nothing. Absolutely. So why, not. why do we think that these are tied together and that like the timeline is going to be okay now the ncaa can do their thing reason being because i think i think a lot happened last week as far as like fact gathering goes with the i'm going off of like information that i've had on reporting on this i mm-hmm. think that the ncaa likely has the information it needs now and again like they just put out that thing like a couple of weeks ago, like if you bet mm-hmm. this much, this is what your suspension is. If you bet this much, this is what your suspension is. And I, I just, I don't think it's going to be that hard of a process for them, but maybe mm. I'm wrong. It, it is the NCAA. Who knows? I think you'll be wrong. Okay. You don't think we'll know by kickoff? I do. Mm. Oh, God, well, we're, we're still a month away. It was a month yesterday, right? Yesterday was a month to week one, Iowa and Iowa State kicking off. God, I would hope so. Uh, I would put it 50-50 that we know by then. Because as we've been saying all along, this is the DNR or the DCI, I should say. The DNR. DNR, Department of Natural Resources. You got that tag for that deer? Uh, Hunter Decker's actually illegally shot an elephant at the Blank Park Zoo. No, I, I, I'd put it at 50-50 because the DCI and the NCAA aren't doing the same thing. They're not really working together, I don't think. And um, I just don't have faith that the NCAA is going to move quickly on this. We'll see. I, I think we'll know, but I, okay. I could be wrong. I, I mean, we so. Are, okay, so we started with gambling. We may as well keep going with it. No, then, no I don't want cr- to crush your dream of, of starting no. with... Uh, Whatever you want to do, no, Hassel. No, because Whatever if we, you if we go do. into this gambling thing, we might never get to realignment. Well, I think today's going to be a – well, I know today's going to be a, a wild one because Arizona, the state of Arizona's regents are meeting this evening. And, um, I mean, it, it looks like they're going to discuss moving those programs to the Big 12. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to dissect here because the Big 10 got involved yesterday. Yeah. That was the no big, mistake. That was no mistake that that story was leaked. Correct. So – the the Big Ten is reportedly investigating Oregon and Washington, and Cal and Stanford were also uh, also in the mix here. I want to give you my my read on this. Is throughout Big Twelve expansion, I've been pretty confident that 
the networks, I think the league would love to grow to 16. Okay. The networks, it, it is not just talk. There's not a lot of money right now to spend on more media rights. You talking fact, not a lot of money from the networks? Correct. In and fact, these conferences are going to need more money if they're adding these teams. Correct. If they don't get more money, them. they can't add the teams. Correct. Somebody has to pay these teams. So I actually I just it's this is just a theory. Now that the Big Ten is involved, so the Big Ten is exclusively off of ESPN. People need to remember remember mm-hmm. that. So when we're talking about Big Ten teams, ESPN, who's half of the Big Twelve's partner, has nothing to do with these with these um Big Ten teams. Fox is going to have to pay the biggest chunk of any Big Ten additions. Okay, uh, it was kind of floated to me last night as a as a working theory that again the networks have always preferred the Big Twelve to stop at fourteen for now, for now, not forever, but for now, to basically save money. Like, yeah. It's technically in your contract that you can grow to 16 and we'll pay it, but we would prefer it if you don't. Well, now if Fox has to pay two Pac-12 schools to go to the Big Ten, are, are they really going to want to pay? They wouldn't have to pay as much, right? I mean, the, the yes. share yeah, it would be is a going to be share. less for Washington and Oregon in the Big Ten compared to what USC and UCLA got. Correct. Yeah, they got full shares. From, and and that's almost certainly not going to happen. There's another aspect of this where other TV partners could come in. Like this could be an opportunity for the Big Twelve, in my opinion, to add. Okay, Amazon, you want a couple games a week? Okay, and sweeten the deal. Um, give us a little bit more money. Um, the one that's really fascinating to me is that CW. They just added. Um, so they added the ACC. There was a sub-licensing thing with ESPN mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. They just signed a big contract, like a seven-year deal with NASCAR for its, for basically NASCAR's it's its Xfinity series, which is like its minor league. They have an NFL show, like an inside the NFL show. Like they're really investing in sports, and that's basically over the air from what I understand. So that could be a potential partner if somebody wants to sweeten the deal. But again, with Arizona and Arizona State going tonight in this, I am not 100% convinced that the Big 12 takes two or three. I think they would like to. If Utah would be like, hey, I want to go too, I think that would be an ideal situation for the Big 12. But I, I just, my question is, where's the money coming from? And I don't know if Fox has to pay for Big Ten expansion here too. It's just there's only so much money to go around. And that's why the Big 12 has been a, a bit of a power spot here because, you know, when you're Arizona and Colorado and you're looking around, there may not be a seat for you when this thing's done. And everybody's panicking, mm-hmm. and, and that's why right now you're seeing Florida State chirping. I don't know if the waters have ever been this rough when it comes to college athletics. And no. the next 48 hours are going to really do a lot to dictate the future of this sport. Yeah, and like you said, there's just so many things – going on that you don't really think about like maybe a network not wanting to spend a certain amount of money and that might keep a team from going to a certain conference so the this board of regents meeting is this going to is this arizona and arizona state that we're dealing with here yes okay are they because i we always heard that they they want to be a package deal and a lot of these state schools do. Mm-hmm. Um, but how could the Big 12 say, hey, no, we don't want Arizona State. We only want Arizona. And why would they do that? Because you only have room for one, maybe. And I risk mean, Arizona saying, you know what, we're not we're not coming if, if Arizona State isn't coming I just coming don't too. think that's going to happen based on the knowledge I have. From what I've gathered over the last year, and this is not my sourcing over the last day. This has gone on for a year. Colorado and Arizona have been loving up to the Big 12 really since the USC-UCLA news broke. 
I mean, I reported to my premium members like the day after that that the four corner schools are the target. Arizona mm-hmm. and, and Colorado are the top two because it's been very obvious. Arizona State has been, and there's a tie here. Arizona State's president's an Iowa State guy. Okay, used to be a professor there. Like he's an Iowa State guy. They are very. It's not a bad thing, but they're very Pac-12. Arizona State is very well. We're an elite academic institution. They don't want to be rubbing elbows with Texas Tech and Iowa State, and you know, they're very. And that's fine. Whatever. I'm not judging. I'm just saying, like they've been pretty standoffish towards the Big Twelve until the last five days. So I don't think the Big Twelve would care. Like I and I, and I don't think Arizona would. If there's one spot there, the Big Twelve is told. Arizona, listen, if you don't do this, we're taking UConn. And you might be screwed, which I, I think UConn's been a chip this whole time, but we'll find out. I, listen, I think that would be a mistake. I mean, if you're not going to add Arizona State, well, why add UConn? I mean, what's, what is think, UConn going to do for you other I think than basketball compared is, to an Arizona or an Arizona State? I don't think that they want to add UConn over those two. I think it's just being used as collateral yeah but if we're talking about oh gosh we're we're being stretched too thin with the money and maybe these networks aren't going to pay is it is a network really going to pay for UConn football no (laughs) funny you bring that up do you know what a pro rata is kind of but not really I'll explain it to the audience so pro rata pro rata a pro rata in these contracts means that if you add a new team to your conference the television partners have to pay for it essentially mm-hmm. and the pro rata in the big 12s says that if they add another power five school they will pay for it they Which have UConn to is not says so in the contract uconn is not i'm very confident that they would be a partial share member until the next tv deal so that would be until like it would be the same deal as oregon and washington if they would enter the big 10 you're part of the league but you're not getting paid as much to me this entire thing feels like a formality i I feel like i've i've thought from the start colorado's going to end up in the big 12 arizona arizona state are going to end up in the big 12 washington and oregon are going to end up in the big 10 i think to me the pac-12 stuff feels like a formality to me it's the acc stuff that i just i don't know i because of that TV contract that goes for another 10 plus years and the huge buyout that these teams are going to have to make to get out of that conference. That's the one where I, I don't know, but I, I, I don't know. I, I just can't imagine this not going that way at this point with Arizona and Arizona state, both going to the big 12 and maybe and it Utah coming have to. to be Utah. I would yeah. think, I mean, I, I honestly, it, it just seems that. like Washington state and Oregon State are going to be heading to the Mountain West. Actually, I've, what I think they'll do is they will withhold the Pac name and they will return to the Pac-10 or Pac-12 or Pac-8 with the addition of the Boise's and the San Diego States. That's how that, I think this that'd is That'd be a fun go. league. Yeah, well, it, yes, it, it would, but it wouldn't be a... It wouldn't be a top-level league. No, it would basically be your Western version of the American. Yeah. Right? Like, Which is a shame. I mean, I hate look, at Arizona, look at Oregon State. Oregon State is likely going to be a top-20 team going into the season. They won 10 right. games last year. I need to They're get a, a sexy things. pick. I need to get a few things off my chest. Uh-huh. First of all, um, Tim McGraw tickets are on sale tomorrow. Iowa Event Center. I'm an Indian outlaw, half Cherokee and Chuckaw. My baby, she's a Chippewa. Wow. Tomorrow, hyvtix.com. Uh, I have two rants I need to go on with this realignment thing. The first is going to be aimed at TV executives and school presidents, okay? Mm-hmm. Here's what's going to happen. And this is following up on what you just said. We're going to end up with these like three twenty to twenty-five team conferences. Okay, that's that's how this is going. When the ACC implodes, whatever, and then it's going to be chalked up into regions slash smaller divisions. <laughs> Earmuffs, kids. 
This is what we've been fucking telling you to do for 20 years. And they're going about it in the most painful, bureaucratic, bullshit way known to man. And it's infuriating to me that it's it's infuriating to me that we've given our favorite sport all the power, these guys in these TV executive rooms, right? And there's nobody looking out for our sport. Oregon State and Washington State deserve to be at the table with the big boys. They do. They've done everything asked of them. They have passionate fan bases. They're getting relegated because they – it's just it, – Iowa State fans – Iowa fans, you guys are lucky that you were in the Big Ten 100 years ago because you'd be in the same spot because it's our population centers. We don't have big population centers. Oregon State and Washington State are being penalized because they're rural land-grant schools without a huge metropolitan around it. That is wrong. It is wrong. And here's my other point that I'm kind of pissed off about today. Go off, King. Sitting around watching... These guys bloviate on Twitter. Oh, this is so wrong. The Pac-12 makes makes college football better. We're going to have a whole region of the country that doesn't care about the sport. You're the same jackass that was cheering on the demise of the Big 12 for the last 10 years. Now it matters to you. Now the TV people are bad because you're not the one doing the poaching. And it, it is just infuriating to me the hypocrisy that is just flying around out there right now. This is... I saw one guy, this Pac-12 guy yesterday, that really teed me off. And he said, TV executives are ruining our sport. You're 15, 20 years late to the party, bro. This has been going on. It's just impacting the schools you like now. All right, I'm done. So everything you just said there, that is why I despise realignment. I just, it's, it's ruining the game that we grew up loving. We love college football and college athletics because it's your school and you are playing the same teams every year. And now these conferences are going to be so big where you might not see, you know, if you're in Iowa, you might not see Ohio State, Michigan for five, six years. And I, it's college sports is the the tradition, the pageantry. Um, it just feels good, you know. And now it's just icky. It's icky just because wait. Just you can't wait trust until- anybody. And how about the how about the Big Ten having the audacity to put out there yesterday <laughs> via sources. Some of those that, big ten well, we, you know, we don't want to, <laughs> you know, we don't want to go deal the death blow to the Pac-12. You know, we just, we don't want to do that. We're too, you know, we're too nice to do that. But, it, you know, if it's going to blow up anyway, then we'll grab those other schools. But, you know, we don't, we don't want to be the ones to ruin this. Yeah. You did. You were the ones. <laughs> you took USC and UCLA and started this whole thing. The Big Ten has been the most predatory conference in America. Yeah, and that, that was after the, the, the old Kevin Warren handshake, pat-on-the-ass deal for the alliance. The, and the crazy part is the, the conference that's constantly been, you know, scavenged, the Big 12, is now being presented as, like, the killer. And it's just like, and as a Big 12 fan, I'm like, yeah, we're finally putting our foot on the gas, finally doing something, finally doing something other than being picked if apart. If you and aren't the proactive, like claiming innocence here. You, yes, you have to be proactive, especially if you're a lower level like the Big 12. You have to be proactive or else you'll end up like the Pac 12, which really isn't going to exist very soon. But if you're the Big Ten, if you're the SEC, you're going to be fine. You don't have to go pillage these. I mean, it makes me sick to think that Stanford and Cal are probably going to be in the Big Ten. You want to get even more sick? And Iowa State fans, you're not left out of this either. Wait until our schools are part of the Big 12 and the Big Ten West. And our new quote-unquote rivals are Cal Stanford, Washington, Arizona State, Utah, See, BYU. I don't, 
And those are the I teams don't that think, we play every year. I don't think that's going to happen with the Big Ten. With the Big Ten, I see it as they're adding these schools. Because we, we've, we've said this all along. When they added USC and UCLA, that, that could not just be the only two teams out West they could add. They have to add more teams to give them some pod partners. You have to at least add Oregon and Washington. And if you also add Stanford and Cal, then you have six teams there on the West Coast that are in their own little pod where you don't have to travel to the Midwest and the East as much. And I don't think that Iowa would get caught up in that because that would be that would just be sick if it's Iowa, Nebraska. If they do a West, you're in the West. I'm, I, so is Iowa State. I, like I'm telling you. I think like, that they're going to add enough teams to make it so there's either a four-team pod or a six-team yeah. pod. I hope so. And Iowa wouldn't be part of that. I hope now, you're right. Iowa State, on the other hand, I don't know. I, I don't know how they're going to do that. I've seen people, you know, put out their mocks of a Big Twelve North. You know, I I, they, I even just, saw one that grouped. It grouped. Oh, this was like the this was the worst one. It was like Iowa State would be in a, a division with Cincinnati, West Virginia, and UCF. <laughs> Can you imagine? Mm. I mean, Iowa next year. They're going to L.A. and they're going to Rutgers. Coast to coast in conference. And this Here's is what we're going to. Is think, about, think about the cross country and, and your, your Iowa State tennis team. It's going to be traveling all over. Iowa State tennis team. Final <laughs> I mean, four. And plus, as, as, uh, as bad Benny points out, you're going to be heading down to Mexico City, too. Oh, um, have you thought about this too? So like we both grew up in an era where like the big 12 North was just bad, right? Like compared to the South. I've had people arguing with me about that because I've always compared since the big 10 West was, um, went into existence. I've always compared the big 10 West to the big 12 North. Yeah. It's, it's fair. Like the big 12 North had some upsets in the championship game, but it, Overall, they, the Big 12 North started off okay when when Nebraska, Nebraska and Kansas State were good. But the Big 12 North I remember is from like 2003 to 2006, yeah. it, you know. It's a fair comparison. You can be you can nitpick it. It's fair. If you thought those days of uneven scheduling were bad. Oh, you just wait until the next 10 years, baby. You just wait until the next 10 years. <laughs> These schedules are going to be uh, and I, I'm just spoiled because we've had this round robin in the Big 12 for the last, and it's been amazing. It's, it's been great. I, that's what I've loved Love about it. the Big 12 uh, of yep. late, is that everybody plays everybody. And now I'm so jealous of that in the Big 10. Well, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Um, we are presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery in the Channel Seed Studios. We have a record live audience today, according to... Oh, is that Matt back-to-back Van shows? Back-to-back shows, we've set record live audiences. Matty Van Winkle reports to us. People love the realignment. People they love do. it. I'm telling you, there's there's nothing more, like, for websites and... Like, there's the, nothing more American than realignment. <laughs> do whatever the hell you want. This is the red, white, and blue. We'll come in and raid your goddamn conference with our guns. Come join us in Las Vegas, August 24th through the 27th, where you can sign up for Circus Survivor and Circa Millions 5, the biggest pro football contest in Vegas worth a total of $14 million. In We're going out there prizes. three weeks from today. Yep, we'll be on out there, and uh, hopefully we can get you picked up in the limo this time. We'll see. I See, I think you, you're working some kind of strings behind the scene to – from the fairway meat <laughs> hey, box never showing up. Hey, pick, pick Hassel up in the shittiest car that you guys have, if you don't to, mind. You, every time somebody goes out there, whether it's you or Van Huynh or John Miller or Brent Bloom, they're always getting picked up at the airport in this amazing Circa limo, like a stretch limo, all this beer, alcohol. And I show up 
and it's it's this guy and he's like hey how you doing mr hazel <laughs> and I said hey good good it's like all right well i don't have the limo today but i do have the denali you just have to sit up in the front seat with me and Did i don't like have any beer i don't have any beer but i do have dasani Like, see, see, there's a Van Wink's got the picture of the stretch limo. That's what the, that's what everybody else gets picked up in. I saw Bloom and his wife hopping out of that thing. Yeah. And I'm just I'm in this like it was like a 2007 Denali. That's nice. And the the worst part about it was, you know, you're in the stretch limo. You're back there by yourself. You don't have to talk to anybody. I'm having to have a conversation with the driver because I'm yeah. sitting right next to him. And you don't like that part. You, no. You don't like talking to people. No. I will search out Uber drivers that says, that will say, like, I won't talk to you. Let's um, let's move on to the sports betting conversation, which I just, I really hate this topic. I, there's so many layers to it. There's the criminal stuff that that's come out and then there's there's really a the, the human side of this too like if, if you bet on your own team um you you probably i don't really have a lot of sympathy for you with a lot of the stuff that that we're seeing coming out there's other ones that are more ncaa thing that didn't get criminal charges against them where i actually like really feel bad for these guys they they're young people that made a mistake they we still would, don't know yet chris though if, if those players are ones that bet on their team we don't know i'm guessing that they the majority of the other ones have not i'm guessing i'm guessing the majority have not but we're, we're talking 30 plus people there might be more that i was i was stunned i'm, I'm gonna be mm-hmm. honest with you i was stunned that players not only bet on their own team that one player bet on his own team in a game he played in Owazarike. Mm-hmm. Owazarike. Who's no longer a part of the team. He's in Which the NFL. Which of what we've seen is the worst charge, I think, of what we've seen come out so far. That would be... That Iowa kicker Iowa, betting the, the under. The Iowa kicker <laughs> might be the worst one. Because yeah. you, that's a big jump from betting on your own team... To win, to, which I assume if win, they would have yes. bet against your team, then it would have been a point-shaving thing, and we're told that that's not the case. So I'm guessing these right. guys bet on their team to win. Well, so we were told from the beginning that the integrity of the game was never in question, which told me that, okay, no point-shaving, but you know what? Bet A kicker betting the under is really close. Now, I know he didn't play. He could have. I mean, he's a backup kicker. He could have been out there, and he was out there on the sideline. Who knows you know, who whose ear he has, what he's saying. Now, I do not think for one second that that game he bet on where he took the under, Iowa and Iowa State 2021, I don't think for one second there that there was anything done in that game to make it go no, under. I really do I not know. think that. But that is not know. the point here. The point here is we're, we are getting really close. And this is just from the seven players who are being criminally charged. We also have the 30-plus who we know bet on something. I don't know if it was a their own game. I don't know if it was just, you know, golf. Then we also have the 30-plus other states where gambling is legal, where they're not, where they haven't investigated any of this stuff so this tells me that there are a lot of players out there betting on their own games and not just under the table i mean legit paper trail betting on their own games also what worries me is that from what we've been told they didn't look into every single way you can gamble online. They didn't look into whether or not somebody walked into a casino and placed a bet on at the sports book. All we know is that they looked into the DraftKings and FanDuel accounts. Who's to say that these players don't have other accounts? 
Because how many ways can you bet on a sporting event in Iowa? You're sitting there on your Circa app, right? Yeah, I mean, there's, what, 10 casinos? So no, Not casinos, but sports. I'm just trying to think of all the different sports books and stuff, and then all the different places you can walk it. The And then the, the I think it's worth noting here is the most of the stuff, not, not most of it, almost exclusively the thing yesterday from the last two days, that is, is the tampering and like screwing with your name and betting under somebody else's name and, and that type of thing. And I don't really care about that that much. We know what that is. That's underage players that need the avenue, need the account from whether it's their parent, their older sibling, their friend. That, whatever. I don't really care about that. And honestly, I don't care about the amount of money bet. That doesn't, I, I hate that these NCAA punishments are going to be tied to the amount of money bet. To me, that does not matter because somebody is going to come from a much richer family. Somebody is going yeah. to have a lot more NIL. Why does that matter? <laughs> to me, all that matters is what you're betting on. If you are betting on your own team, you're done, period. And in the NCAA rules, isn't it a full year at minimum if you bet on your own team? I, I think if you bet on your own team, you're done. I, I, can't, I can't imagine that any of these players that bet on their own team will ever be allowed to play again I would agree. in college. That is a really, really slippery slope. And I, I'm surprised how many people I've seen that, that don't really think it's that big of a deal. That, oh, yeah, the really? player has made a mistake, but, you know, it's not. Because it, I, I think that some people are thinking that we are attacking the players for doing just this unthinkable thing. I don't think any of these people deserve any, any jail time or anything like that. No, I think the punishment is going to be you're not going to be able to play again, and that's fine. It, what worries me is from the, the standpoint of a fan of sports and something that can tear this all down is if you start doubting the integrity of the game. And if we know already that just from this little thing that the DCI did, that a kicker bet the under on his own game that he could have appeared in. That's really scary because you know, that means it's going on in a bunch of other States and maybe those players played. So I, I think that this has to be a wake up call to these other States to start putting something in place because it's going on. And the only way that you're going to be able to stop it is to investigate, maybe not go back years, but say right yeah. now we are going to start tracking athletes more than we have in the past to make sure that there's no funny business going on. And I think that would help put an end, not an end, but help put a barrier in place because I don't think we're going to see this that much more in the state of Iowa after this. Williams, you remember when uh, Bohannon was talking about this where he tried to sign up for some app and it wouldn't let him? They had like, the team must have submitted or something names to these. Yeah, because he was a pro athlete. Because he's a pro. So I, I almost knows, think that maybe. He can't bet on the, he cannot bet on NBA yeah. basketball because right. he's a, and he knows that. Professional, but yeah. like, Hassel, you're probably more aware of that. Like, so like if you're an NFL player, you can legally bet on like golf. Whereas if you are a college golfer, you cannot legally bet on the NFL. Correct. And, and see, that's where I, I, I don't like that at all. I think that college players, if let's just say Hunter Deckers. I'm fine with him betting on the NBA Finals. I don't care. Yeah, I, I'm with you. That's not a big it's deal. It's legal. It's legal in the state. But betting on, you can't bet on your own, you can't bet on college football. Correct. And you certainly can't bet on your own team. It's common sense is what we're talking about mm -hmm. here with this stuff. And it, 
what what I could see happening, and I've used this example before, but it's like we're calling for this. Well, and I don't even know if um, I don't know honestly off the top of my head which states have legal gambling, but like this could turn into a deal where Alabama's DCI or Oklahoma's is like, no, nah, we're not going to do this. Yeah, because we don't. It's going to be bad for business. It's going to be yeah. bad for us. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, because they will be public enemy number one if they do that. But I, I'm guessing too. The more I've learned about this, is that Iowa's DCI was. I don't know what they were tipped off to, but something started this. I don't think they were just like, "Hey, we're going to go out and." No, no, something something happened. Yeah, I, I I can't wait to find out how this all started, and how they decided to move this investigation to Iowa State as well, and not to Northern Iowa. I I, I can't wait to hear this. Why why they decided to put the geofence up around Iowa City and Ames and not Cedar Falls? I was looking back too at what the uh, NCAA on May second. You know the, the the rules they applied after May second. It says student athletes who engage in activities to influence the outcomes of their own games or knowingly provide information to individuals involved in sports betting activities will potentially face permanent loss of collegiate eligibility in sports. So it's not a yes for sure, but it's mm-hmm. a most likely or a good chance yeah i just can't imagine hunter deckers gosh unless they go in and they 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 change these rules even more to be more lenient can you allow him to play somewhere else i i think he'll all this stuff is alleged we have to say that um and his attorney is adamant that he did not bet on that game in 2021 according to the reporting that we've seen if he did like i just i feel like he's got to go to naia or something yeah it just feels like pop up at st ambrose come play for the bees hunter you should uh who's the who's st ambrose nil director Uh, Does St. Ambrose have a beer? Sure, it's no one. No beers yet for St. Ambrose. They're four behind Iowa State. Have we announced a fifth beer yet, Williams? Maybe the Chiswick beer? There's got to be a Chiswick beer, right? I I made a Chiswick beer like six years ago with Barnes. No, you... What? Yeah. (laughs) I was doing this way before these... Firmly entrenched, right? Firmly entrenched. I have the can somewhere. It's out in my living room. I made a Matt. See if you can find a picture of it. I made a Chiswick beer like six years ago. So we started doing this with Barntown in West Des Moines, where we would create these beers for charity, and we would give all the proceeds to to a charity. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the first one we did right there, it was firmly entrenched. That looks see? terrible. It's red. It was like a. Um, Juicy IPA. Oh, it was really good. Oh my god! Blood really orange, pale ale. Yeah, it was really good. Honestly, I wish that we had more of it. Blood orange pale ale. We did firmly entrenched. We did transfer brew, and it had like a silhouette of Hoiberg. It was pretty cool. And then what was the other one? We we did three of them with those guys. But anyways. well, you need to do a you need to do a gambling probe one. And it's there's a picture of like a, an Iowa State player, and he's being probed by aliens in his rectum. <laughs> um, the beer thing, real quick, is I said this to a friend the other day, and I mean it. We we've we've tried so hard, Iowa Staters, to not do the little brother thing, and just be. You know, like, and and now we have, like, four. What is it? And it's just, like, and all of them are fine. Like, it's it's the Trice Legacy. It's, it's like, they're all individually good things, what we're doing. But, like, if you're an Iowa fan like you, you're just looking at us and just going, like, just shaking your head at us. Like, I I know how this is going. I've been around for too long. But at the same time, I... I was, I mean, come on, the vodka, the NIL vodka. 
and meanwhile these these kids that put a ten dollar parlay together are getting losing their eligibility and they're using that to pay for the players to go take trips to california right (laughs) love it what are we doing what are we doing how about what are we doing do you see what high rye said for the the the, the new chisick beer what what did he No, i didn't see it jeans cheese blank ale jeans cheese dick ale i think he said (laughs) what's next what's uh, the i mean literally iowa's nil (sighs) thing has a has a sponsorship with a casino during all of this well like that one guy said the only thing next is the gentleman's club i mean it's just escort service we've lost our way folks because we're uh, yeah we're we're talking nil beers <laughs> nil casinos gambling probes players betting on their own games taking the under in their own games and realignment this is all happening at once can we get furries involved somehow? <laughs> How about uh, that? The, the guy from uh, where was that guy at? Japan that uh, dressed the dog. The guy, yeah, spent twenty thousand. Could to he be a, a mascot for somebody? Maybe he could replace the uh, you know Texas A and M mascot. They've got a like a border collie, Reveille. He could be a mascot on the sideline. Maybe you know Dan Campbell, the Lions head coach. He said he wanted a live lion on the sideline. Maybe this guy could make a lion costume and just be a lion on the sideline. <laughs> you heard about the I, newest animal controversy, right? With this. Oh the, yeah, the the bear. The, bears. the bear. Keith Murphy wanted us to talk about this <laughs> so bad. That's not a bear. That is totally a human being. That looks like if I put a bear costume on. But he's got a big gut the, and no ass. Where is this? China. Yeah, China. That Didn't is not a real say, bear. Aren't they still saying that that's a real bear? The Hangzhou Hangzhou Zoo. Wow, that's a tongue twister. Located not in a China, real bear. denies social media rumors that the zoo's sun bear is a human in a suit. A sun bear. Sun bear. Uh, why don't you look up what a sun bear looks like, Van Wink, and, and pull that up? Maybe look at its ass. <laughs> well, I don't that, know. That looks like if I would put a bear costume on. It's got a big Is gut, no it ass. It just be wrinkled up fur. Look you know its, what? Look at its posture. I think it's a real bear. No way. No chance. Why would they? So, okay, he, he, Van Wink's looking up the sun bear. Yeah, see? Oh, look. Look at that one standing up against the, uh, does it have wrinkles in its ass? Click on the one where he's standing up there. Yeah, zoom in on the ass. Well, but that's a, yes, he's got the wrinkles. That is a real bear, Williams. It does have wrinkles on its ass. You're right. It's just a weird sun bear. It's not a bear that we're used to here. Lightsmith media. How bad must this bear feel to know the whole world is like, yeah, it's a fucking guy. Look at him just waving, though. That's that's <laughs> weird. Like, hey, everybody. <laughs> that, that is a mascot is what that is. I'm with Williams. It's, that's not real. It's Light real, Smith baby. Media says, how about a Brian Ferentz beer? It has to have 25% alcohol content or it gets pulled from the shelves. <laughs> it's pretty good. 25%? I don't think it's technically a beer if it gets to that. but Yeah, that's, that's almost whiskey level. That's funny. Ugh. Oh, okay, so we didn't get to this last week. What? Did you see the CIA agent in front Did of I Congress CIA under agent? oath? Oh, God. <laughs> Did you see it? What's your reaction to this? If a former CIA agent under oath in front of Congress mm-hmm. says that we've not only recovered alien spacecraft, we have actual aliens that Let's the United see. States holds. Let's see them. Where are they at? Area what 51. do they look like? You can see Area 51 from Circa. Just look over them mountains. I was uh, making fun of you to my dad and his wife at dinner one night. Was your stepsister there? No. 
she's not allowed to come out to eat with puke, us anymore. Pukety McPuke Puke. Yeah. Um, God, that's disgusting. Just chunks of meat hitting the back of my head in the car. And so I started talking. Oh, yeah, Williams and my dad. He's like, yeah, that Williams, he believes in ghosts. And, 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 and so my dad's wife goes, oh, yeah, I grew up with a ghost. Like, what? What? Yep, yeah, our house on uh, Highway 38. Yep, it, 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 it had ghosts in it. And I said, what, what are you talking about? She's in touch with the spirit, she spiritual says, side. This is great. She says that because the house was on this highway, and she's like, yeah, some, some girl got killed right in front of our house, you know, 75 years ago in a car accident. And so now, you, you know, we upstairs, you know, I, I, I heard it. My parents heard it. There were these, uh, these male voices talking to each other. I said, well, hang on. A girl gets killed in a car accident and you're hearing male voices upstairs and you think that's tied? And she said, well, yeah, they might be like the detectives that came and, uh, you know, they're first on the scene. What? I don't know much about ghosts, but I know that's not how ghosts work. Well, did the detectives also die? There's at a that lot time? that we don't know. So, like, I'll tell you, for instance... I've never had an experience, but I know I know a person who lives near the Velisca Axe Murder House. And I've told you about this. The children, a couple of the children that were murdered in the house have gotten tired of all the tourists. And they've moved across the street. And my friend's son will literally be up there in his room playing ball <laughs> with the ghosts. I'm not kidding. <sighs> These kids. They'll like be rolling the ball back and forth so with this one is another. The shining. It happens. Okay, your dad These ghosts, has mowed they hassled, they, the axe murder house. They're not stuck in one spot. They're ghosts. They can your, move around. Williams, your dad has mowed the axe murder house for how many decades? A couple. Forty? Fortalizes for him. Has he seen any ghosts there? Does he believe in No, them? I mean, he's never been in the house. He just mows the yard. But you said they can go anywhere. So why yeah, aren't they, they in can. the yard? Why aren't the kids out there playing in the yard? I don't know. Here's the difference between you and me, Chris. Is you think you got it all figured out? No, I don't. I yeah, really you do think not you got think it. it you think out. you know everything about everybody and everything. I don't. I have an open mind. I don't know something. It's fine to have an open mind, but you you seem convinced that there are aliens that we have in the United States and only in the United States. Apparently, they only come here, <laughs> and. That just ghosts are, like Eric Murphy said back in the day. Yeah, William's telling this story about how this ghost started knocking the die-cast cars off his uncle's wall. It's like, if I'm a ghost, and I'm coming back, and I'm screwing with humans, I am not going to go, ooh, I'm going to knock off a car from the wall. No, I'm going to come kick you in the nuts and see how you feel. Why has that never happened? Why has a ghost only screwed with stuff like... But that's a, a just light me. switch. There's millions why has of people a ghost never kicked anyone in the balls? It's never that, happened. I've never heard of someone say, you know what? Ghost kicks me in the They scratch people. They've hurt people before. I know a friend, uh, same friend from Voliska. He was at the uh, Ferrar schoolhouse and he got thrown up against a locker by a ghost. Physically thrown against a locker. That happened to Voliska Johnny. Mental illness is real. <laughs> I, it is a big problem. We have to treat these people. Okay? You included. I am being treated. <laughs> extensively. They just doubled it. You get back to me. If there's ever video of a ghost kicking someone in the balls. When some we Some year when you come back. Van Winkle, will you open up your... Camera, please. Van Winkle is a professional videographer. Aiden, intern Aiden, is a professional videographer. Can we do one of those ghost hunter type shows with Hassel and me? And we're going to go to a. Williams, actual... you won't even see me when I come back. Well, if we're going to go. You won't even a... see me to have a beer. If we're going to have you a You think hunt... we're going to make this whole where we go ghost hunting? 
Yes. Yeah. Where you are we and going? Ro- going you and my... Ross Peterson talked about this for years, and it never I happened. want to do a show inside the Axe Murder House at night in the dark. There's no electricity there, so we would have to uh, bring a generator. <laughs> Well, those kids and that, and that'd like be fascinating, generator. too, because I'm guessing the spirits would seep into the generator to take energy from. That would be fascinating. That happens all the time. Why do they need time. energy from things like that? I don't know. Again, like, I don't... So, how, in, so Williams, how do ghosts get energy? They, they get energy well, from electricity? Yeah, they, that's why, like, a lot of times when you're on a hunt, like, they'll, your cell phone will just die. Okay. What did ghosts do, like, 2,000 years ago? Well, a lot of times, like, you watch these Ghost Hunter shows, and they have equipment, like cameras and stuff. Like, Matt, yeah. they'll have, like, their camcorder or okay. whatever. those didn't exist 2,000 years ago. It's just dead. Okay, where did Ghost just come with the... No, but they have the ability... Discovery of electricity like, and the harnessing of it? No, they've well, always been here. Ghost now, didn't exist until we put in power outlets. You're so arrogant. It's just arrogance. There's nothing more. Like, you think you got it all figured no. out. Williams, I, I can be convinced of, of, of ghosts existing, just not by you. Because the, the logic that you, that they, they have to have, they have to be, like, plugged in. When if we're in Vegas in three weeks, I'm going to find a ghost tour They for existed us. a thousand years ago. Yeah, you're damn right they did. Absolutely they did. So where did they get their power from? Well, they, they've always had the power, but now it's like we got these thingamajigs and they can steal from it, and it's fun for them. You know what would be fun for them is kicking a human in the nuts. <laughs> Watch that happen tonight. There's, there's some spirit in your house if, if right I now. If I get kicked in the nuts by a ghost, <laughs> I will never recover. You'll, you'll never see me again. We're presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery in the Channel Seed Studios. I want to give a shout-out to my buddy Jeff Kelderman at Kelderman Manufacturing. We're going to start a weekly um, weekly segment presented by Kelderman. Bigger, bolder, better. That starts next week. The Triple B. The Triple Bs. These guys are great, Hassel. You'll love, you'll love Kelderman. He's a badass dude. What can you do um, to soup up my, uh, my Volvo SUV? We could probably do that in some capacity. Well, how many miles per gallon does that thing get? Oh, I say 20. Oh, man, my diesel truck gets better than you. What? I yeah. don't, I'm just guessing. I don't know. I don't. My dad, I'll come back and my dad's like, oh, Jesus Christ, gas is way up today. What's gas down there in Florida? I'd have Gas no is idea. high here now. It has skyrocketed. I did look yesterday. Just because of that conversation I had with my dad, because he was like, "Oh God, it's three, it's three forty-one. That's a lot." So I looked yesterday; it's like four twenty. <gasps> oh, the thanks to uh, my buddy Steve sent me this. the The other beer that we made with Barntown is called Upon Further Review, and it had a referee like stripes on it. We were mocking Big Twelve officials. Oh, that was, was a really that also good one. blood red. Yeah, you don't yeah, strike was. me as a blood red beer kind of guy. Well, I mean, the guy Pete there at Barn Towns, he's he's a pro. I just listened to him. Hmm. Yeah, whatever he uh, okay. whatever he says, I roll. That was a really good beer. Wow, you're not kidding. It is blood red. I was just yeah. I was just joking around. It was really really good. I love Barn Town huh. beer. They make they make really good beer. <laughs> All right, um, that's it for today. Listen, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna be on hold tonight because I think that it could be an eventful night with the big. You're gonna be on hold. You mean you mean you're gonna be on call? Whatever. Because be, being on hold is something different. Tomorrow is media day in Ames, so I. Ooh, again, that'll be like, juicy. Yeah, I just think that the next. So tomorrow is when we find out all the other guys that the public is going to find out all the. Other I don't know guys though. That... I don't think we will. I think they're just going to hold them out and like they're not going to say anything. I don't think. Well, yeah, but we'll, we'll know unless they do what we talked about last show, and just hold out like fifty people because you say they usually like you have access to a hundred guys if you. So want. 
I I I was corrected, so I wasn't at Media Day last year. Mm-hmm. And that's it's how they did it last year is they only made like twenty guys available. Okay, there you go. So I'm guessing that's what they do tomorrow. All right. Thanks to Maddie Van Winks production. That placenta fuel keeping him going. First couple weeks of a baby. Yeah, how many how many pills do you have there, Van Wink? <laughs> You can make what a thousand pills out of that placenta. Mm-hmm. You got any extra? Bring it over tonight. Uh, he's Chris Hassel. <laughs> My name's Chris Williams. Signing off. What on you your can you put the placenta in the uh, in the smoker? I bet that would be good. <laughs> Smoked placenta. <laughs> <laughs> Available at Fairway. <laughs> Have a great Thursday, everyone. Take care. Iowa everywhere.